Welcome to Stateside F1. I'm Joe Leonardo. Vroom, vroom, vroom. That man making car noises is Andrew Berger. We're talking Montreal. We got to start with qualifying just because of how exciting that was. That was its own race. It was. Also to note, it's the first time we're back in Canada since before the pandemic. So... This is Nicholas Latifi's first time racing in his home country. Wow. And he got a, an impressive 16th? Very impressive. For <laughs> Nicholas Latifi, that's impressive. But I'm not being biased. The big news coming out of qualifying on Saturday is Alonzo. Yes, Alonzo, the two-time world champion, finally on the front row. It's the first time he was on the front row in 15 years. Yeah, right behind Verstappen, got second. Didn't Alonso race his dad? You know what? I think he did. I think Jos Verstappen raced until like 2001 and 2002. And I think Alonso debuted in 2001. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's crazy. There was a great meme I saw on Instagram of, do you remember that scene in Ratatouille where the food critic is eating pasta and it zooms into his face and then he sees like his childhood? Yeah. Well, they're, they have a picture of old Alonzo and the food critic eats his spaghetti and then it zooms in and then it shows young Alonzo from like 2012, like him as the food critic as a kid seeing young Alonzo. Oh my God. <laughs> it's just, it was just fun to see, man. You know, he was he 41 years old. Just yeah. Still, still doing it. Still going strong. Of course, you know, he even said it um, on race day on Sunday. He goes, Hey man, I don't know how far, like how long I'm going to last. If we hit seventh, we'll be happy. So he even knew like this is kind of a fluke. Yeah, which is so disappointing because it's getting really boring seeing Red Bull just always hitting it and Max just always winning races or just being this perfectionist of a racer. Yeah, I truly think Max is like that Elon Musk android. He's just a robot. It's crazy to watch him race, though, because he just he has no fear. This man, Max Verstappen, he's I I will say so. He has no fear and he's willing to take crazy risks. He's almost kind of like Maverick from Top Gun, which you saw recently, right? I did. I saw Top Gun Maverick. Very fun movie. The G's are real. So (laughs) I know I got to I got to see I got to experience it in IMAX. I hear it's like it's a thing. It gave me a actually a new respect for Tom Cruise. Say what you will about Tom Cruise's personality being just, you know, being a, I guess a a little bit different from your average person. Yeah. That man is committed to making. Oh man, you gotta be a little bit crazy to provide that kind of content at that age. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, that's the Thetans, man. It's all those Thetans. I mean, Hey man, sign me up for Scientology. If I could get an F-18, if I can get in an F-18 and have like current Tom Cruise's body at however old I am now, what, 35, sign me up. Elrond is right. I'll pray to Xenu or whatever it is. It is Xenu. I was actually renting a house at the beach at the Jersey Shore and they had an Elrond Hubbard book. Which one? Dianetics? Yeah, Dianetics. <laughs> <laughs> Is that that's the entry level book, right? That's, that's like yeah, that's like their Book of Mormon kind of. I think that is so that. Yep, there you go. I I tried to I stayed away from the book, but it was uh it was there was always a temptation late at night. Yeah, but anyways, 
back to Max Verstappen, just his commitment to his his racecraft. But you could you could somehow say to a degree it's a little reckless. Yeah, he's a dirty driver. Yeah. I mean, Hamilton, I mean, in 2020, Hamilton and him had some serious dirty races. I mean, that was that's a that's gotta be a movie. Someone has to have written a screenplay about that season. They actually, it was funny. I watched an interview with Tom Cruise and former Red Bull drivers, Mark Weber and David Coulthard. Dave actually used to race for McLaren Mercedes too back in the day. And they they actually asked Tom Cruise, they're like, there has to be a story. Like Lewis Hamilton is just the greatest of all time. There has to be like a screenplay or something there. And Tom Cruise is like, yeah, like, you know, it's been tossed around. I spoke to Lewis. He's a musician. Like, he does everything else, so why can't he also act? What? Is he going to play himself? I don't think so. No, I, I am not for this. No, no, no. Lewis Hamilton wouldn't play himself. That Tom Cruise did say, like, it has to be the... Would he be like Stan Lee in, like, a Marvel movie? He'll be, like, the guy in the bus, and he'll wink at the camera or something? Probably. I saw this thing online that was like, if they made a movie about F1... Max can be played by Sid from Ice Age. <laughs> and they did a side by side. And it like is, it's a perfect compare. That's uh, show notes. I'm show notes that one. And it's a perfect, like it, it fits him perfectly. Like even the eyes are a little off. Like, I don't know. Max Verstappen looks like he's wearing a skin suit. He's not human. There's something going on with that man. And I think the CIA needs to get involved. Oh my god! I feel see. I feel kind of bad. We're ripping Max Verstappen up, but he doesn't care. No, he doesn't care. No, he's, yeah, he's on top of the world right now. He's Formula One world champion. Yeah. Um. Well, okay. Let's move on from that. Let's stick on qualifying. Our boy Georgie Russell qualified eighth. Went a little crazy in Q three, right? When he tried on those slicks, and then yeah. immediately crashed. Yeah, that was just. A really bad decision. Actually, it reminded me of this one Mercedes race. It was it was actually hilarious. They had the Mercedes. It was with Hamilton and Botas. They had a special livery for that race because it was to commemorate some anniversary of Mercedes racing. And it was actually at Silverstone, and it was raining, and both cars crashed in the rain on the wrong tires. I just had like PTSD after seeing Russell like go out of the pits. I'm like, Russell, no. Apparently it was his decision to do it, but you'd figure that they would kind of really try to talk him out of it. Yeah. Because I I did not understand that decision at all. A piece of me thinks like maybe he kind of like, hey, I'm I'm so consistent and I'm kind of like boring. Let me try to do something exciting and it won't cost me that much. It costs him a front wing. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He's a number two driver also. I don't know why that just automatically wouldn't override him. I don't know. There's got to be something we're not seeing or hearing, but I was so confused when that happened. I was like, does this man not understand that everything is still wet? Yeah, like there was no dry line appearing that I noticed during qualifying at least. Well, there was a very, very thin dry line. So I will give him that. But I feel like you have to have perfect pace and... No traffic. Yeah, I I don't... I, I didn't get it. Uh, moving on to Carlos Sainz, losing a little confidence there, you thought, right? Uh, Sainz, I want to see him on that podium. It's going to happen last race of the season, I guarantee it. He's going to win. It's going to be like Perez. He's going to win last race of the season, and everything will be amazing, and then that'll be it. He's going to win Abu Dhabi, 
unless his Ferrari decides to crap out yet again. Well, yeah, honestly, like them deciding to crap out is like the only thing. I think it's it's really them manifesting mistakes at some point. Yeah, I mean, signs he had that little like skid at the end of qualifying. It was so painful. I was, I was, I saw him. He was destroying. I was like, no signs. And then Alonso just split him and Max, and it was almost essentially um, business as usual. Pretty much, you know. I mean, he did qualify still third, so it's not like we're like, oh, poor Signs. He's at, you know, he's not Vettel right now. Uh, but Signs is in a capable car. It's just not reliable, which is disappointing as a, a lukewarm Ferrari fan. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> You want to talk about the race for Leclerc just being incredible. Yeah, let's jump to the race. Uh, but before we start, Max Verstappen first, Carlos Sainz second, Lewis Hamilton third. That's the podium. Yes. Um, this was interesting. First of all, because of qualifying, it was just such a screwy lineup. It was interesting to see Leclerc being a beast that he is, went from 15th to 5th. Got his driver of the day, deserved. I, it was just phenomenal. Like watching him, I was in awe. It was a class act. It was a masterful drive. He just, he was plotting where he was going to take over cars and he was patient. And he just, he just did it. Yeah, the clerk is a uh, world championship material. Signs, not yet, but I think Signs has been in Formula One longer than the clerk, actually. Mm. People find their footing at different speeds. Yeah. Also, Sainz was with... Ver- that Sainz v. Verstappen ending was a nail-biter. But Max, just his pace is impeccable. He's a oh my God, freaking yeah. robot. It's It was like... It's almost that nightmare where you're running, but you can't get to where you're trying to go. Like someone's chasing you and you're running to a door, but the door keeps moving backwards. Yeah. I feel like that's like what it what it must feel like following Verstappen, trying to chase him. Signs was so close. He almost had him, though. He just he outbroke himself on that last hairpin, and it, it was just over. I gotta say, I it tickled me when uh, Max Verstappen left the pit, mm-hmm. and Hamilton was still in front of him, and then he was stuck behind Hamilton for what was it like a lap or half a lap or whatever, and then Hamilton yeah. just went into pit himself. But man, Max sounded mad. That's the thing. His reactions are just. They could be a comedy routine. Yeah. There's that guy I sent you he, who does the impressions of uh, Max of all the drivers, and it was pretty spot on for Max Verstappen. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll show notes. Show it. notes it. But yeah, Nicholas Latifi and other homeboy, Lance Stroll, both continue to disappoint, unsurprisingly. Mm. What about Yuki Sonoda? Literally crashed into the wall, leaving the pit. Yeah, I tried to find out what went wrong. I still have no idea. His tires weren't warm enough is what they say. So he tried to turn complete understeer. Tires didn't turn. And so he just went straight into the wall. So I think he gunned it. Yeah, that's the thing. I, he's he's still learning. What It's still his second season, but he's grown up a lot from his first season in Formula One. Oh, my God. Oh, big time. He was like, big headphones, Netflix, I'll show up to the track when I feel like it, boy. And now he's actually a race car driver. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, good for, uh, I think it was Franz Tost who told Yuki to get his shit together. 
And I think Yuki moved and everything, and now he's he did like, taking it seriously. Yeah. I mean, the hardest thing about Formula One is staying in Formula One. Yeah. Mick Schumacher, man, he almost got his points for the season. I know. DNF though. He had he didn't have a chance to prove that he was worthy of being in Formula One because there's a lot of speculation around him. I feel like this was the race to prove it. Yeah. And he was killing it. He he did everything he could. It was the unreliable power unit of Ferrari. It was just disgraceful. And speaking of unreliable Ferrari, Perez transmission just went on the eighth lap. Checo, man, just can't catch a break. Yeah. That it sounded gross. At first they thought it was maybe in a powertrain issue or something, but you just hear that transmission like it just something snapped in there and yeah. it's done. There's also a limit, so I'm curious because Ferrari might actually be passing their limit of uh, allowance uh, power units and gearboxes. I don't know if this is true, but I thought I heard that Charles Leclerc is using an older, like a used engine. That's possible. So he doesn't get a new one, so they just rebuild the old one potentially. Yeah, yeah it's, it's interesting. They don't, they don't build them like they used to. Very true. With that said, let's move on to meme of the day. <laughs> For me, it's got to be, man, when Checo during qualifying had to do that long ass walk through the trees and shrubbery, my Lord, Instagram and Reddit just lit up and there's a picture of Checo walking almost like Bilbo Baggins in the woods through like a (laughs) magical forest. You will bring us a shrubbery. (laughs) (laughs) So to me... Oh my, that tickled me so much. I really enjoyed that. I saw, I saw one where it showed, um, it showed Perez walking and behind him was the entrance to Jurassic Park. That was, did you see when he was walking back? Also, one of the marshals pulled their phone out and took a picture of him doing the walk of shame. I know. I was like, man, like, yeah, that's not cool. Yeah. Like you could go low, but that's, that's low. Come on, Checo's a family man. He he deserves better. Much better. What about you? What's your meme? I think I'm going to have to make it. Ooh, this is a first. I know. It's going to be a new uh, new adventure for me. It's going to be a picture of Max racing like in his like in his car with his helmet on and you see his eyes. When he's racing, his eyes are just like wide and like they he doesn't blink. I think he can like see the future. That's the thing. Like, he just sees into the void. Yeah. So, with Max being such a daring driver, I just want this picture and, like, you know, in the background, like, his life flashing before his eyes and him just not responding, being like, well, I have to finish this race first, so, you know, whatever. I love the idea of meme of the day being memes we make every week. Oh, that'd be funny. So, we pitch a meme idea and then we make it. That's cool. So <laughs> I I think you'll make this one. I already said my meme of the day, and I'm lazy, so I don't feel like making one. But next week, we'll start. And next week's an off week, because there's not a race until July 4th weekend. Right. Which moves us to predictions. My one, two, three. Red Bull, Ferrari, Mercedes. Verstappen taking pole. Charles Leclerc. Ferrari, and then I'm just going to go with Georgie Russell. 
Georgie boy, driver number two, but fashion model if he wanted to be. He, I was talking to my wife about this. He looks like like a British man from the 1800s, <laughs> like a prince or something. And he would be wearing one of those like foofy neck collars, those like large neck collars, and you'd see him in a painting. You mean so that's like that's like a 17 or 1600s prince? Oh, is that 1600s? Well, that one. He just has a very <laughs> like interesting skeletal <laughs> like shape. He's he's really he's like six four or something he's huge yeah he, i will say this very handsome very handsome like traditionally handsome man i would love to see him be the next james bond yeah or like someone who serves bond a drink but he's like evil he's like here you go mr bond shaken not stood i see and the mr like you know james looks at him like wait a minute this is poison <laughs> This is what Mercedes hasn't cashed in on. They have two British drivers who are both icons. And they're both gorgeous. Yeah. I know I'm stuck on their looks right now. First of all, I feel like the the genetics in Formula One, I mean, it's like 80% some hot bods. Yeah. Like everyone's everyone looks great. Or they look like straight up trolls. Like there's no in between. There's no normal looking person. It's either someone looks like generations of inbreeding or they look like Adonis's. Oh my God. We'll have to do, you know, on an off week, we'll have to do Hot or Not. You know what? That's next week's episode. All right. I'm in Hot or Not. And I, I have some other ideas for next week to add to that. Right, we'll get cool, to cool, later. Cool. But, All um, right, anyways, predictions. Predictions. Yes. Uh, so, predictions. So, Silverstone being the British Grand Prix, I'd love to see Georgie from Mercedes win and then have Perez have his redemption come in second place for Red Bull, and then Lando Norris for McLaren coming in third. Ooh, interesting. I don't think McLaren has a podium-finishing car this year, but because he's British and Hamilton's just been there so many times. Yeah. But it was really nice to see Hamilton on the podium this week. It felt, things were getting back to normal. Especially in Montreal. Yeah, where he had his first win. Mm -hmm. I gotta say, I was rooting against Lando the whole race and qualifying because I just wanted Danny Rick to bring some points. That didn't happen, but yeah, yeah. Danny, what do you have it up? What place Danny and uh, Lando came in? Um, yes, I do. So for race results, yes, um, I believe Ricardo, yeah, eleventh, just missed it, <sighs> and then Norris was fifteenth. Norris was back there. All right, so I mean, Danny yeah. Rick is still in there. Did you know back in the day though? The points finishes finished in sixth place. Oof. That's a lot of money to pay for no points. Yes. You know what I mean? That's hundreds of millions of dollars for no points. So I bet teams were like, hey, actually, let's change this because we don't want to sponsor this crap anymore. Like we are, we're worth a seventh place win is just as uh, valuable as a 15th. Exactly. So back to the drawing board, they went with the rules. All right, we'll end it there. Yes. Thank you for listening to Stateside F1. Please like, comment, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your sweet, sweet podcast content. Follow us on our new Instagram, at Stateside F1, and feel free to message us, DM us memes, comments, questions, suggestions, etc. We will answer and follow you back. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.